Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is skincare with friends. I know. Whole week. Welcome to Skincare with Friends. Hello. Hello. I'm Nia Patton, and this is Natalie. Natalie. Somebody texted me and said, is her name really Natalie Natalie? (laughs) No. Did they really? Yeah. Did you ignore it? No. I said, no, she's not. She's just trying to remain somewhat anonymous. (laughs) I don't know how anonymous you are. It's not going to be at all, but just in my work sphere, it'll be anonymous. Yeah. Yeah, because I've got a different name in work. Oh, right, mm. you, your maiden name. Yeah. Oh, Brill. Could you think of it like a stage name? <laughs> For business. <laughs> like um, Denise Mola. <laughs> yeah, that's that now. <laughs> Done. <laughs> no. Um, okay. So, last week we talked about, we just answered questions and talked about nonsense. We did. <clears throat> I got really drunk and some feedback was that I didn't appreciate how loudly I heard you hearing eating snacks <laughs> and this really struck up my core because I have... You this, also don't like hearing I people have, eat snacks. I do not like it and I don't like hearing people make unnecessary sounds with their mouths. No, no. Um, like just dry mouth and just too much... We, My sister and I call it plipping and we have done since we were kids. Well, like- Rank, yeah, yeah it's just rank. So uh, apologise profusely for the plipping. And actually, if you are a phobia, a phobia, are you yeah. a phobia? If you're a phobic of this type of thing, yeah, it's like, called it's misophonia. Misophonia, and so, apparently, uh, it's a genet- it's a genetic trait where you are turn you you are um, brought to rage by. <laughs> By the noises of people eating and moving their noise, moving moving their mouths repeatedly, yeah, and making soft sounds. Yeah, apparently that's annoying. Can't stand it. I can't stand it. And yet I was the um, the offender, the actual perpetrator of such a thing. Sorry about that. And um, but we talked about retinoids and again. I don't know what do, I can't even remember. No, not really. It's a bad sign. Yeah, it is. Just answering questions. And actually, this week we were just going to talk about aging in general, the aging skin. And then we mm. kind of just already have gone off on a sideline. And it's really going to be more about are you a regular <clears throat> of having facials and yeah. having spa treatments? If you are, what is the point to them? What do they yeah. actually do? Yeah, because. Um, I've got. I've printed out a study that I wanted to read out. I'll possibly read all of it out. So it's um, by a lady called Ushma Neal, and she is re- written this article in the Journal of Clinical Investigation in Michigan. Cool. Yeah. So she's pretty proper. She 
has written a paper called Skin Care in the Aging Female Myths and Truths. And it's all about how she went to a spa and found it gobbledygook and then uh, was a bit cross about that. So, um, shall I read it out? Can I just read it out? Yeah. Just, start reading it out? Just read the highlights. Yeah, so... I'll start. I'll, I'll read the introduction. She, re- she said, "I recently had the opportunity to visit a very relaxing and beautiful day spa in the middle of the day break from the sessions at a Keystone meeting." Uh, get her. And uh, I was having a very tranquil and restorative day when I went in for my final treatment, a facial. The very chipper and cheerful aesthetician began examining my skin and applying various creams when I heard her say something that nearly ruined my experience. Oh, she went into a rage. <laughs> and she threw all of the things around the room. <laughs> she Can you threw the cream at the woman. <laughs> oh my God, and then got arrested. God, that's terrible. Yeah. That's not restorative at all. <laughs> well, maybe it was. Um... And she heard, and the woman, the the Ushma Neil, the doctor lady, said, heard, said, I heard her say something that nearly ruined my experience. She claimed that the topical treatment she was about to apply would, in her words, not mine, uh, cleanse my liver. As mm. a scientist, I know better. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, poor institution. I know. Mm. I hope she just lay there and just let her do it anyway. Because yeah, I'm don't sure want to... she just sort of politely yeah. sort of internalised her confusion and yeah dismay. Because and... the last thing you want is I mean, I'm sure this woman is American, so she probably did stand mm-hmm. up and was like, "Excuse me," but being British, we would just go right home. Okay, brilliant. That sounds great. Thanks I can't so wait. much. I don't oh, care yeah. if it's 25 minutes instead of 55. Just cleanse my liver. <laughs> <laughs> that's not Sorry, not yeah. something that happened to you. I'm just getting angry about people that say that they're going to give you an hour facial and they flat out lie to you. That's very wrong. That's something else, anyway. Um, as a scientist, blah blah blah. Uh, the bulk of over-the-counter potions that day spa use are harmless and meant to cleanse the skin and increase transient moisture retention. So, just moisturizers. And to cleanse anything more than my skin seemed a mighty claim. So I decided to embark upon an unnecessary assignment for the sake of truth uh, to determine whether a facial or a topical treatment are worthwhile investments to... So a facial or other topical treatments. So she's just applying this... She's basically saying nothing that you put on your face is going to cleanse your liver. Nothing's going to cleanse your liver. Okay, um, whether or not are worthwhile investments to keep skin healthy and wrinkle-free. Mm-hmm. So she's pouring scorn on not just facials, but all skincare. Okay. So um, so she decided she was going to talk to some estheticians and also talk to some dermatologists and see, you know, if the what the why the estheticians think that they're doing these things and what dermatologists actually reckon about it, which is quite an interesting thing to decide to do. Um, I think it's a little bit aggressive. Yeah, I do as well. I just think you just said, yes, that was bullshit, and just go about your day. Go on with your life. Yeah. (laughs) Don't write a paper. But she did, Mm. so... Yeah, and then we're reading it, and like, great. Um, Given that the skin is our largest organ, and certainly the most visible one, most of us would argue that taking care of it properly is important. 
Um, Americans spend 43 billion a year on topical creams and enhancements such as Botox and spa treatments is over 12 billion. To find out more, more about facials, I t- spoke to two estheticians. I would have thought it'd be more than that. And she read blogs. I yeah. think the the Kardashians spend more than that on Botox. <laughs> like, surely all Americans... 12 billion yeah. a year. Yeah, but there are loads of Americans. There's the 200 million of them. Right? Yeah. Actually, I, I plucked that one out of the air, but I've got a feeling it's, it's pretty... I don't know anything about yeah. that. Anyway. Yeah, so that they're, they're not... That's maybe a conservative estimate. Mm. To find out more about facials, she spoke to some estheticians. So... Generally, according to estheticians consulted, a professional facial usually includes a variation on some of these steps. Thorough cleansing of the skin, mm-hmm. skin al- analysis, exfoliation, extraction of blackheads, clog pores and pimples if necessary. I've never had that. No, but, no, never. And in I fact, love that. they do say that they, most of the ones I've had do say they will analyse your skin, but they're never right. They just say... Once I've had it... You're a bit dry. Yeah, you're a bit dry there. Like, no, I'm not. I've just been using the free pool facilities, that's why. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm not generally dry. Although I did have a, a, a really good facial with a rather more professional person. I had radiotherapy. What? Which is like some sort of heat. Sort of like a wand that transmits heat deep into your skin to sort of tighten up the collagen. Okay. And then I had a, an LED light mask put on. Whoa. It was really good fun. Was it? I don't think it made me look any different, though. No, I, it's one of those things that you've got to be a rich lady that does that perhaps yeah, I on a monthly to, basis. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I need this. All the time. Yeah. Whenever you get a good facial, you always think, you know what? Sod the expense, I'm going to put a bit aside, and I'm going to invest in this mm. at least once a month, and then you just don't. But, yeah, I don't think regular facials do anything, though. No. I think maybe that radio frequency didn't do anything, because I, I don't need it yet. Yeah. Um, but she had a machine that measured the water and oil in my skin, and she was like, you're spot on, perfect. Really? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so she didn't try and sell me anything. She wasn't making it up. I was like, well, it should, bloody should be. The amount of time I spend yeah. hydrating my skin. She was like, yeah, it shows. Nobody gets a perfect score. Wow, you've got a perfect, a perfect score. score. Oh, yeah. you swat. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, it should be perfect. I spend like, you know, an hour a day doing it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Good, good. Um, so yeah, extraction of blackheads, which doesn't that never happens. No, maybe in a man's facial they do that. Oh, why not woman's facial? I don't know. Because I do always you have think blackheads. God, yeah, loads. Where? Really bad. Yeah. Where? I got. I get them all on my chin. All oh, right. Sometimes here. Yeah, and I just squeeze them. You just want it at your cheek. <laughs> oh, don't, don't look at my cheek. No, I'm just saying for the listeners. I have a big spot on my there. cheek that's over here that I'm not. On your cheek? Yeah. Have you got a little, like, spot yeah, I've got a pimple. I've got a pimple patch on it. Oh, cool. What does that do? Does that just, just cover pro- it? It just protects it and keeps it moist so it helps it to heal. But it mainly for me, it just stops me touching it. Yeah. Because I keep going for it. Yeah. Like, leave it alone. So I put these little stickers on and my children go. What's that on your face? 
You can hardly see it. It's really clever. Because it sort of removes the 3D aspect of the spot. Yeah, it it really does. And I'm looking at it because I know where it is now, but it looks really good. Yeah, yeah. Everyone get one. They're fantastic things. I I got these in Primark. No way, yeah. Primark are just doing it, aren't yeah. they, for skincare at the mm. moment? Brill. And I went the other day and I couldn't see anything, and I thought, oh god, I hope they just moved it, because it was looking rather good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, back um, to um, so serious yeah, so lady she, who wants to yeah. prove all the estheticians wrong. So, a facial massage, a treatment mask, applications of serums, moisturisers and sunscreens. Sunscreens. Never had sunscreen no. applied no. in a facial treatment. I, mean, I was going to say maybe she lives in California, but she's from Michigan. It's kind of like here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not fancy, is it? Mm. Um, facial massage, and then a hand and arm massage in pursuit of both healthier skin and relaxation. In order to preserve youthful skin, they advise quarterly facials beginning around the age of twenty-five. Yeah, so one facialist I spoke to said that by getting a proper analysis of your skin, you'll learn your skin type to address your skin's needs. She claimed that most people are using the wrong products. Online, I found a blog that was quite emphatic about how a facialist is better placed than most to recommend topical treatments, stating estheticians have available to them a wide variety of skincare products that are professional only, and only the estheticians know how to use them. Without the training and knowledge of a licensed aesthetician, finding the right products for your skin can be a downright futile endeavour. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what aestheticians are. I don't think we... Do we have licensed aestheticians in Britain? I don't think they're... We probably do, but they're not at the um, yeah. the day spa that you spent 70 quid for no, the whole like, day to go to. Yeah. They're just ladies in How white How do we find these people? They're probably on Harley Street. Well, that's stupid, isn't it? They're a long way from here. Yeah, because I like I do Botox and fillers. Like I don't have a name for that. Like I'm like, oh, I'm a dentist and I do Botox and fillers, and like that's really. Is that what an esthetician does then as well? I don't know. Maybe you are one. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How do you feel? (laughs) I I don't know. I feel underqualified. (laughs) But like, what is the name for what I'm doing then? I'm not a beautician. Um, uh, aesthetics, yeah, doctor. Mm. But yeah, I think it's quite hard to sort of figure out the level of person. You know what kind of you, know, you don't you can't tell from a person's n- professional name how much training they've got. You know, yeah. there's not there's not that terminology where you yeah. where you know that somebody's does fillers and is also a dent- dentist. You yeah. just get the Botox and fillers person. Yeah. You don't know if they're a beautician yeah. or a nurse or a doctor. Yeah. If they've done a day course or if they just yeah, there's no difference of yeah. title, is there? Um and so splurging on fancy packaging and boutique skincare can feel wonderfully indulgent, which in in and of itself can have psychological benefits. Mm-hmm. This is the point the aestheticians came back to again and again. The psychological impact a facial can have. Yeah, right? Because it's just really relaxing Yeah, and indulgent. So you are going to feel like your skin looks better. Yeah, but then, you know, advising people from the age of 25 to have one quarterly. Why? Well, like, what if they're really relaxed? 
<laughs> but in like massage does, isn't anything that promotes sort of circulation, circulation potential yeah. drainage, any of that going to be good for you, mm-hmm. right? I, I think a quarterly facial doesn't sound too... Um, well, no, it's nice. Yeah. But it's not going to do anything to you. Like, I think, you know, if you've got skin problems, you might think, oh, I'll go, to, go and have a facial for my acne and yeah. as a treatment for my acne... I'll get a professional to look at it. Yeah. But I bet I bet it wouldn't... What we need to do is yeah. a social experiment where we have two twins who are the age of 25 and mm. over the next 10 years... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give... that's the only way to know, isn't it? <laughs> one of them quarterly facials and the other one just gets to use... Um... Barley water. <laughs> yeah, and just rub their face once every three months. That's the thing months. that came into my head. Yeah, okay. Uh, the stress of daily life shows up on your skin so taking an hour to relax and focus on yourself will help you physically and emotionally sure facials are a luxury because of the amount of money and time spent but think about the fact that you have over an hour of protected time without your cell phone ringing your email buzzing there's no no way to underestimate the power of a little rest and relaxation and I think I'd rather go to a yoga class to be honest. Would you? Oh, no, I like the feeling yeah. of being in a fluffy dressing gown and just having my yeah. face played with. I yeah. do like it. And I just wish but they wouldn't talk shit, that's all. Just yeah. stop making mad claims. About yeah, that's it. I mean, that's all we want, isn't yeah. it? It's like, it's not going to do your skin any good. No. It's just nice. Yeah. Which is nice for you. So, yeah, you know, they're purporting that... So, massage helps you relax and also reduces the stress hormone cortisol... If cortisol is left to run amok in the body, it will only hurt you over time. And additionally, massage releases oxytocin, which is the body's feel-good hormone. Unfortunately, the point about cortisol is not true, says says Mrs. Doctor. A recent study showed that massage massage therapy's effect on cortisol is generally very small and statistically indistinguishable from zero. Whoa! Mm. I find that quite surprising, though. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. Because you do feel relaxy, and obviously people that don't sleep, um, pretty much they age pretty badly, don't they? Yeah. Because they're just... Stress is really bad for you. Yeah. Yeah. But massage won't cut it. Wow-wee. Yeah. Oh my God, there's going to be loads of aromatherapists listening to this going, fucking bullshit, and throwing my... their essential oils against the wall <laughs> in a strop. <laughs> I didn't say it. But I do believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, as additions I spoke to in blogs I read, it went on to discuss the medical benefits of facial regulation of the immune system, detoxification, reduction of fluid buildup, exfoliation, lymphatic drainage, antioxidant facials are claimed to contain free radical fighting nutrients that will remove pollution from the body and perhaps cleanse the liver. High-frequency electrical currents are also touted as being effective as part of a facial Mm. as they will enhance blood circulation, increase collagen, eliminate toxins, bacteria, encourage lymphatic drainage. I approach the bulk of these claims with suspicion. And then she's really on one. Yeah, I do too, I agree with it. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Alright, esthetician. Given my hesitation about the medical effects of topical skin treatments, I approached four dermatologists. Mm. Yeah. 
Mm. They all look like nice men. I don't know if it's going to focus on it if I bring it up there. <laughs> they look all right. Um, yeah, so then they've, they've become even more sceptical about everything. So we began a quick primer on the skin. Just how deeply could a topically applied product available from a spa penetrate the skin? Apparently a typical ingredient in an, infect, in an effective skincare product can break up the dead skin, cause a reactive proliferation of the skin cells. So make the skin cells multiply. Mm-hmm. Most creams do not penetrate into the epidermis. Something like a protein won't go anywhere past the surface. But we don't generally put proteins on our skin. That's not that's not in skin cream. No. No. When well, they mentioned that. No. All the dermatologists spoke at length about retinoids. Yay! Hooray! Class of compounds that are related to vitamin A that can pass further into the dermis, into the blood vessels, and could have systemic effects. Retin A is used in the treatment um of conditions from photoaging to acne and psoriasis. Yes, agree. So given the original impetus for writing this article, I couldn't help but ask the team of dermatologists. So basically, they just said, the retinoids, that's the only thing that the dermatologist said. Cool. I mean, we like those because we've talked yeah. about them yeah. a lot. So it's nice it's to hear that the power true. of... For the four dermatologists who are pouring scorn on spa treatments, just said retinoids. Just use retinoids, but guys. But I would also always say sunscreen. Yes. Because that is very much proven. Given the original impetus, I couldn't ask you, if it was possible for a product to cleanse my liver. All replied with an emphatic... Bollocks. No. No. <laughs> no. Detmar in particular commented, in the concentrations available to, to spas, it's not really possible for a compound to get into your liver. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, poor lady. Poor she esthetician. Didn't, she didn't know. I she know, was she just... was just tired. You were probably her last client of the day, and she was like, oh, she this came up with some bullshit. really good for your feet. I don't oh, know, just get out. Give, give you nice hair, and your kidneys going to be all sex life's going to be amazing. Just <laughs> lie down there and let me put some cream on. Just shh. Don't question me. <laughs> yeah. So what, I mean, she could have just been confusing her topical treatments with, I don't know, milk thistle or whatever is supposed to be good for yeah. your, your liver or kidneys and just gone, yeah. Let's so just cleansing, you know, off. liver. Yeah. What, what do you cleanse? Oh, your liver. Yeah, yeah, cleansing your liver. She just plucked it out of the air, most likely, didn't she? But, you know, a facial can see... Yeah, you know, a facial can remove dead skin cells, yes, said the dermatologist. And there are certain types of facials that dermatologists could do with glycolic acid, and that can cause inflammation. And with inflammation, you get a little temporary edema, and with edema in your face, you look better, because you're seeing a transient improvement in fine wrinkles. So... They really just pour scorn on most skincare. I quoted to these experts on the online estheticians' claim about major health benefits of regular facials. And la la la. Stanley said they got it partly right. I can see how getting a facial could aid in stress relief. 
Mm-hmm. But I guess you could say that relaxation modulates the immune system, but a facial is not going to have a direct effect on your immune system. And note that we said before is in direct opposition to what they're saying. Facials cause inflammation and edema, and they're saying that a facial causes less fluid in the skin. If you have less fluid in the skin, you look dry. Because the facial lady said AIDS fluid retention. Mm-hmm. But I guess if you have puffy eyes... Yes, you and you're mas- having a massage. You massage that out. Yeah. yeah, so I do agree with that. Yeah. Um, I think this just lady's gone a bit over the top, really. I, I think I just think dermatologists don't live in that world. They don't. They wouldn't understand the... Yeah, the lovely benefits of having a nice facial. Well, and they're just, just all too eager to pour scorn on someone who's way less knowledgeable than them. Yeah. Who's saying things that don't really make sense scientifically. Yeah. And they're just quite happy to rain on their parade because they're clever. I know. But then, you know, they know loads of stuff. Ah, so I decided to conduct my own scientific study where I asked Dr Mudgill to assess my skin before and after a facial to determine whether there were any noticeable differences. Mudgill noted that you have the benefit of... You have the benefit of having a fair bit of pigment in your skin. Right. So your skin is very useful. So she's dark toned in skin... And which means that she's not going to have as much sun damage as white people. Uh, you have the skin of a 20-year-old, even though I'd wager you're something more like a mid to late 30s. Whoa. <laughs> it's very hard to tell. Oh, I'm not even going to say that. Um, yeah, <laughs> if anyone told me that, though, I would still give them all my money. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, really? Yeah. so much. Your skin is perfectly normal. So I'm not gonna. I'm not sure I'm gonna be able to tell the difference between, in at all in subsequent visits or whether you've had anything done. La la la. So she chose a medical spa run by a dermatologist in downtown Manhattan for a basic facial. The facialist said I had a bit of congestion in my T zone, and seemed a bit dehydrated. That's the thing, isn't it? Like, like I I had a facial the other day, and the woman was really young. She didn't, yeah, didn't so know anything about skincare. Also, <laughs> to a woman in your 20s, you're going to look really old in yeah. comparison to the skin that she knows. <laughs> oh, old ladies having a facial. Oh, they're as nice as a kid. But she doesn't... Un- she Wait, doesn't you un- pick your grandkids up from school, <gasps> are you? <Nelly. laughs> she's just like, she doesn't get... She doesn't know what she's talking about, but she's very nice. But, you know, and then there'll be another facialist who's really experienced and knows an awful lot about skincare. Hmm. And you can't just lump everyone who does facials into one category. Cause it's like the restaurant business, surely. Yeah, like you've got your regular cafes and you've got your really nice eateries. And I'm sure there's lots of people who've been yeah. trained for 20 like, years. Restaurants so. don't know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, one, one restaurant might not. No, it's true. A vegan one. Yeah. And uh, so she's chosen this, this fancy spa... And the spa lady has said that she's 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 got quite good skin, but a bit of oiliness in her T zone. And then she had a facial, and she went to see Doctor Mudgill the day after to see whether he could ascertain that anything had happened to her face. But he noted that whatever I had had done was subtle. Given that I had some subtle erythema between my brows, he postulated 
that I did something that was exfoliative. Perhaps a chemical peel. When I revealed I just had a basic facial and told him my esthetician's evaluation of my combination skin, and he said, yes, but everybody has combination skin. <laughs> and I would say you're on the extremely low end of that spectrum. Your skin is extremely normal all over. Oh, my God. I'm oh, sorry. The more you read this study, the more I just think this woman is like the sort of people who gets into arguments in Instagram comment sections <laughs> and is really pedantic. And then... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, all right, just calm down. You don't yeah, like, like facials. Just move on. I like, like, I remember writing something when, when um, Destiny were talking about bringing out Picnodulot. Pic, oh, God, Picnodulot, mm-hmm. which is a, like a, a, uh, an antioxidant that comes from pine bark. I was okay. like, I, I sort of saw it, so I, I just Googled it and read a couple of studies. I was like, ooh, just looked at the studies. Sounds promising. That was all I wrote. Yeah. And somebody commented underneath saying... You don't know anything. Those studies were not on humans. I'm like, I know. (laughs) What the heck? And then somebody dived in and defended me. and was like, how dare you? You don't know who this person is. Why are you you having a go at her for reading studies? And then the woman answered, yes, but people who know nothing should not be randomly reading studies and thinking they're good because... (laughs) They are not Actually, good. how dare you read a study? You are underqualified to read a like, study and comment on Instagram. And Don't I comment said, anything on yeah. any post like, whatsoever. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I'll have you know that I know a thing or two about studies myself, I wanted to say. But I didn't say anything and I just let the, this lovely lady step in step and then in. thank I was like, her. Who are you? And then I messaged her going, Thank you so much. Yeah. I'm nice. very polite English, so it's not English. <laughs> yeah. Well, Christ's sakes. I'm a very polite British person. I didn't want to wade in, but I think you know you can't you can't bite because mm. you just like you can no. feel I could feel like the rage coming up. I always I go, no. um, this is going off on the tangent now, but I always have loads of respect for people because if you follow like any I follow a lot of like American political um, mm. pages because I just find it really interesting. Oh, cool. You know, just you know. Um, mainly people who are involved in American politics because obviously it's a bit of a polemic at the moment, isn't it? So it can be more bonkers. Yeah. So it's really interesting to follow. And I always have loads of respect for the people that um, put comments just, you know, obviously show that they've, they're they pretty intelligent they've read mm. much more than I have on the subject and then yeah. just shouting out and just making everyone else look stupid. Because if that mm. was me, even if I knew, I'd still be checking every hour yeah, going, has someone been nasty oh, oh no someone said something nasty and then i just don't know how people you be so thick skin you have to be quite thick skin i think people just love it but people I think, yeah because yeah. I, I, like i know that 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 frustration if i was to message her back that i'd bring that frustration with me into my life yeah. for the rest of the day yeah and i'm like no i've got my i've got an actual real world an, an in front actual, of me like, and that's when you think some you go you, you don't the lovely perhaps. woman who was defending me and and then it looks better because I'm not like ranting and raving. The woman yeah. was like, "Have you even looked at her profile? Yeah. She's a dentist. She yeah. can read a study. Oh, How dare she you say this that? for you? Yeah, she was really nice. Oh, that's so nice. Silver Moon seventy three. If you're out there, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> that's lovely. I know. I was like, oh, fair play to her. But like, some people are good at arguing, and I'm not. Yeah. I just go, you're shit. Yeah. You just write something. <laughs> 
Yeah. I had a, it's a really uh, verbose. I had an actress lady stand up for me, and it was on her page, and I think she did something like she went to um, New York and she was outside Trump Tower and just did the usual photo of her flipping someone off mm. and uh, flipping off Trump Tower. Yeah, and then somebody... Back. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and then, obviously, someone jumped in the car and was just like, I'm disgusted with you, you know, have respect for our president. And first of all, the actress who did the flipping off was Scottish. And I was like, you don't fucking have to respect no. your dickhead yeah. president. But anyway, and then I got into it. So I wrote something which I thought was hilariously witty. Yeah. And then obviously the woman wrote back in all capitals with loads of exclamation marks. Oh, no. And then, the, and then the person, the actress herself had to step in Trump and say, you? you can't. No, no, you just can't. That's when you have to say, am I really sorry? And like whisper it and then mm. back off. But the, but the actress lady actually jumped in on my behalf oh. and defended me. So I felt even more... Who was that? Are you willing to say? Yeah, her name's Morven. Morven, that's yeah. a lovely name. It's a really Scottish name. Yeah. It's beautiful, isn't it? It's like, what's that Welsh name I really like? Is it more Bloodwind? Bloodwind! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bloodwind. There's no, there are no live Bloodwinds out there. Or what? unless, I, maybe it's made a comeback no. a little bit like Mabel is. Blood. Maybe there are a lot kind of, of very Welsh names. Yeah, but I don't, I, I don't know if there are any live Bloodwinds, unless. Oh, I hope so. I like that. some Welsh people have brought it back. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, some get some in touch. <laughs> yeah, hi Bloodwin, if you're there. That's a great name. It is. Anyway, back to this woman who's yeah. obviously a little bit. Oh, I don't know. Just all right. You don't have to do a study. Yeah. And it is. It is interesting. But it is interesting it. to find out what the, what the dermatologists actually think about this because it's like the the facialists running around saying being all professional and facial, and then the dermatologists are actually just like, "Hey, no. what did you say? Don't I don't know just, about that. That's not right. That's not right." Just don't make bonkers claims, especially in a yeah. one-off. The, yeah. But there's a, there's a few things in here that, oh yeah. Um. Yes, yeah, I'm really good. At, so the, she asked the dermatologist some really good questions. So I decided to further query the dermatologist about the best way to to maintain youthful skin, and this time with a focus on topical over-the-counter products. Each one of our experts mentioned that the single most important thing to remember was the application of sunscreen, especially those with titanium or zinc oxide, which are actual physical blockers of the sun. Yeah, okay. completely agree. Just do that. That's all you need to do. If you don't remember anything else, just do that. Because mm-hmm. no, lots of people skip that. Like, oh, I'm using acid. Do I need to? Do I need to use sunscreen? What? Really? Yeah, loads of people ask that, and you're like, mm. you need to use sunscreen. If you well, if you're trying to look younger, then why would why would you let something that's definitely aging you get on your skin every single day? Mm. Just put some sunscreen on. And mm. It's gonna work. Like your mum. Yeah. Yeah. Still looks Joan fabulous. Collins, good. And what about other products, like cleansers? On this point, Cotzarellis pointed out that people who use soap that advertised itself as being 99.44% pure, mm. that people used to use soap. Okay, and it's amazing how many people you see in clinical practice who've dried out skin or itchy, flaky skin, especially during the winter time, and it's solely due to their soap. Soap. My my grandma used to say that all the time. Soap and water, Natty. Soap and water. Oh, I know. No, she started. Yeah, she was. Yeah. I didn't. I don't think I realised that. Yeah. She's a greenick. Oh, um, I love her. But yeah, that which is terrible. 
But then she always said, I keep my face out of the sun and then sometimes when I'd let myself into this house here, mm. I'd catch her in the back there on a deck chair. Oh. Just like, <laughs> nice. <laughs> what are you doing? Sunbathing. And but she, this is the lady that all so used to smoke sixty a day and claim that she never how old, inhaled. How old? <laughs> <laughs> Why did she do that? She said it while smoking to me and my mum. And you never ever cross my grandma. But, but, but very... grandmas, like old ladies, can say stuff like that. Can't yeah, they? and you can't argue. Like, just don't. <gasps> argue. My grandmother, she was like never drinks. Like if you got drunk in front of it, like we did, used to drink a little bit when you know in, at Christmas time, mm-hmm. and um. She would just uh, uh, walk out the room. Uh, really? And then oh, there was one, like drinking. There I was thought. one occasion where my sister said, "I just saw Nat Mamgi drinking brandy," and uh, whoa, out of the bottle, drink. And we were like, "Shut up!" She doesn't drink. She doesn't drink brandy. And then one time we were put not you know we were we were, we were cleaning up the Christmas dinner, and she was I was sort of going went into the dining room because I was getting another armful of stuff. And then as I walked up behind her, she was pouring like a quadruple brandy in a dirty glass, <laughs> slotting it, put it wow. down, and I just walked backwards out the room. Mamgi, Mamgi, I know. Is she still but, with us? No, oh, she, she didn't. No, she didn't. She didn't. She lived a long, happy, but happy life. But I was Mamki Mary, who married yeah, her daughter. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, how lovely. I know. She was the best, but also the worst. She was a very strong personality. Yeah. You know, was, they was, just was, ruled was, their husbands, yeah. didn't they? The Mamgis and the Oh, yeah. yeah. He didn't say anything. Um, but yeah, she was... She. Uh, what are we talking about? Why am I saying about Denying that? them. Deny, de- denial of old ladies. Yeah. Yeah, and she was like addicted to sleeping tablets. Really? I'm not addicted to sleeping tablets. Can you stop taking them? How dare you say that? How dare you? No, no. <laughs> it, yeah, very. Sort of, okay, <laughs> you just carry on taking them. It's fine. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder when she developed the taste for brandy. Then. I don't know. I don't know. She was always, as you thought, uh, you know. Yeah, no, no. She never touched a drop. She was very scornful of it. That's really. But she just obviously, like, occasionally, she was just like, ah, sod it. No, I'm going to brandy. It's Christmas, anyway. Yeah, yeah but we would be fine. Glass, if you it, want it's absolutely fine. I know, I don't, she don't, came to save face, didn't she? Yeah. So when my nine said, I don't inhale, and then she put a silk cut to her oh. lips and went. And how, that's what I was asking. How. <laughs> and then didn't inhale it. And Mum and I were just looking, going, she just didn't inhale that then and then mm. she just as if because she'd made her point she took the biggest pull <gasps> on her cigarette afterwards <sighs> anyway time to go yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was like no I'm just back on it again oh I love it though like, yeah yeah um, we can't talk too loud about how she's long... buried in that tree over there can you <clears> bury <throat> people in trees well she's scattered Oh, right. I mean, her body's yeah. not under the apple tree. That'd be weird. Oh. And I wouldn't be able to sell the house. Wa- that's, be how like, I, that's how I want to go. I do not. Oh, yeah, I want to be buried under a tree. You can get paid in the natural burial ground. Yeah, it's I lovely there. It's nice. right by the A forty eight, which I always think is mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, it's beautiful, and there's no markers or anything. No, I've seen it. It's, it's really lovely. Yeah, yeah. it's not beautiful. Yeah. but you can do that somewhere that means something to you. Yeah, that's like, what I'd like. Yeah, yeah. but if you bur- if you've already been burnt. Yeah, I don't want to be burnt. Oh, anyway, no, not no. What you want to have oh. nuggets eat your body? Yes, natural, oh, yeah. natural, natural. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, so how long did your your nine live 
uh, with she this. was 91 <laughs> but she fell down the stairs so, much. so she didn't even die of old age she, she didn't had, die of smoking no 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 nothing to do with what smoking a, what a woman she said doctor said if I gave up smoking I would probably die and I said oh nine and then the doctor went yeah no I did tell her that <laughs> He was probably right. Yeah. If she'd given up, she would have been so ill with coughing. Yeah, it would all come out, wouldn't it? Yeah. But anyway, apart from that, she had a great great skin, apart from the soap and water, because she would... I don't know why she would counsel me on my cleansing rituals anyway, because... Oh, they do, don't they? Yeah, they just do. Yeah, my my other grandma did. Um, So, yeah, so, you know, lots of these dermatologist patients actually... They don't actually have a skin problem. They just are cleansing too much, and oh right, you know, yeah, they are cleansing too much. What, like removing yeah. too much skin? Just using stuff that's irritating their skin. You know, like sodium lauryl sulfate mm-hmm. is in lots of cleansers. It's okay. A oh, that's the thing that foams, right? Yeah, um, that um, they actually use it in experiments to irritate the skin. Okay, so it's. But so really, the whole point of it is to create a nice feeling of the foam. It's a foam up, yeah, and it's clen- it is cleansing, but it's also irritating and drying out I your skin. To these guys do a foaming cleanser, yeah, and it did make me go, oh, that's a shame because I really want to use it. Yeah, it might not have, um, it might have not have sodium lauryl sulfate in it. Okay, I don't know. I haven't looked at the ingredients. Okay, but listeners, it. that's but, yeah, one thing to look at and maybe avoid. Try them. and stick to oil cleansers. Okay, like you know, so. The point of soaps to remove oils. The skin needs some oil and moisture. If everyone used moisturised soap, I don't know what that is, we'd cut down on the number of dermatology visits. I don't know what moisturised soap is. What's no, I don't mean? know. You should use... So Kligman, who is like the daddy of skincare, he invented mm-hmm. Retin-A. Okay. Um, he says, you should use Vaseline at night to take your makeup off. What? Use a tissue to wipe off the excess, which keeps... Yeah. I couldn't imagine doing that. I just think of blocking my no, skin. No, it doesn't block. No, apparently... Like, and I used to think that Vaseline was... Yes, it just sits on top of your skin. Okay. It doesn't go in, it doesn't clog. It can't okay. get into your pores. Okay. It just forms a film, okay. which is what you, you know, trap the moisture in. Do you know what I always find, though, about that? And about okay. certain things I use that have that same finish, I yeah. do find that... And I get it a lot when I use my hydroquinone mm. to... Um, yeah, help with the hyperpigmentation. But I always find afterwards that you know when you get that weird perspiration on your skin when your skin feels yeah yeah warm, yeah, and it feels like it's stuck there in between the product and your yeah. skin feels it's like not, a film not of sweat. Necessarily comfortable. No. I think it, like your your hair will be just stuck to the side of your face. Yeah, that sort of thing. You look a bit greasy around the edges. I wouldn't use Vaseline just for that. But, but it's... I always think also. As my skincare regime gets better, my hair quality gets worse because oh. it's just I've got very fine hair and it'll stick to the sides of my face. No matter even if you glossy, bouncy, hydrated face. Exactly, lovely glossy face, but then you've got sort of mats and bits yeah, mouthy runner's hair. Yeah. Okay. Um, God, so this woman keeps writing. This is we're on our fourth page. Yeah. So it's not, you know, it's, it's, this is what the dermatologists are saying. Okay. Which I think is fascinating. Okay. So when I asked the dermatologist whether you should, whether there should be a different product, difference between the products you apply directly under your eyes and to the rest of your face. That's interesting, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So he said that the skin under your eye is so thin that it would have a much more visible reaction to an irritant on that part of the face. Okay. 
So it's important to use things that don't irritate the under eye. That's mm-hmm. the main part of the skincare and for the under eye. Which Vaseline works there too. Mm-hmm. So he says use Vaseline for everything. Okay. Yeah. Which sucks really if you have any um, skin problems that are really close to your eye, like melasma or pigmentation. Because yeah. yeah. I find that I'm. Yeah, bugger. The better that this is getting, the dry the, your eyes, the worse skin. my lines well, are. I my eyes. never said that, but. But you, you know, it's just it, I'm very. Oh no! Look, we've. Um, oh, the camcorder's just said goodbye. It's run our batteries. Oh, um, yeah. So plug it in. yeah, I just yeah. think yeah, you have to pay double attention then to your eyes because what I'm putting on yeah. is hydroquinone, which I know is obviously it's quite an irritating thing. To it put is. On your skin. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah this is okay. okay. All right. He's Catch twenty two for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but would Vaseline work to prevent the appearance of aging? Well, no. What? Um, I moved on to ask the panel whether there should be a difference between skincare products used before and after the age of 50. I think this is not remarkably logical, said one of the dermatologists. <laughs> oh my god. Um, some people have the appearance of being 50 when they are 30, and some don't appear 50 until they are 60. It is the skin type that is very much more relevant than your age. Mm-hmm. If you have dry skin, there are specific products for you, whether you're 35 or 55. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the recommendations were exactly the same. So old skin. So the majority of difference between young and old skin is the extent of sun damage. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Yeah. So, uh, that leads to a lot of collagen and elastin, which keeps your skin taut. And gravity makes you saggy, brown spots. Blah, blah, blah. And you would see a lot more benefit from lasers and peels and from topically applied compounds. Okay. Is there any difference between the skincare products created for men versus women? Yours are far more expensive. Yeah, and there's smell of links and yeah. just boys' locker rooms. Yeah. And are really, really heavily perfumed. Yeah. And it's probably just... a good for eyes, hair, body, um, yeah. and teeth. <laughs> like combined products. hair, hair <laughs> eye. Men's products are so patronising. Yeah. Like, oh, look, you can only cope with one thing. Bless Your them. missus needs ten. Yeah. Yeah. See, here we just made you a... Have this gel. <laughs> hair gel, <laughs> moisturising shower gel. <laughs> yeah. It's gross. Uh... There are hormonal differences which could dictate the use of certain components, but that brings up a good point. Should we be spending $150 for one ounce pot of creme de la mer instead of $9 for oil of Yule? Does the brand or the cost matter? There is a psychological difference in spending more. One of my female relatives buys according to the adverts. Yeah, she says the products work better and sometimes... If it costs more, she likes it better. Mm. Even if I tell her the items on the label are not making it into her hair or skin, she doesn't care. The crazy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> She's flat broke, like living hand to mouth. She had to move back in with her kids. Yeah. <laughs> but. but she's really happy. Yeah. Um, he said, if a product comes from, a, comes from a big company, the chance of having an adverse reaction is much smaller. Mm-hmm. So, you know... If, if it's a well-known brand, then it's you know it's going to be tested. The marketing branch do studies on what's 
effective and going to appeal to buyers. Yeah, the marketing can be really slick and twist things in a way that aren't completely twist things in a way that aren't completely dishonest, right? But are fairly far from what the scientists actually showed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So they've done studies. Yeah. And then they've twisted what the the lab people said. And also they put the most minimal amount in as yeah. well. Yeah. So if you if you were to buy some sort of health skincare from a small shop that was handmade then you have no idea what's actually in the product and each batch is probably quite different Mm -hmm. so what about products that are branded as natural and organic are they more effective or safe i think you're just the dermatologist says i think you'll be deceiving yourself a little bit there by thinking that because it's natural it's going to be more effective there are caustic acids in lemons Yes, you can see it all the time in people drinking by the pool. How's your dermatologist turned into the doctor from The Simpsons? <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't he though? The, Stanley went on to note that the juice from limes can cause a photodermatosis that is severe in people that have gin and tonics. <laughs> Are you serious? Did yeah, you I'm that? reading it out. <laughs> You see it all the time in people drinking those by the pool. It can cause severe pigmentation and a bad reaction. Oh my God, and that is a natural product. Natural does not mean it's going not going to hurt you if you put it on your skin. Poison ivy is a natural product, for Christ's oh sake, you bunch of bells. Yeah, I was going to say, they're just getting so bloody pedantic now. These guys are not fun to hang out with. I agree with them though. I know, but you know. Yeah, so last but not least, ultimate goal for ageing females like me, I asked the panel whether any topical treatments are going to reduce or prevent the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles and unsurprisingly it all came back to retinoids. (gasps) Yay! Yay! I was right. Retinoids, retinoids, retinoids. Retinoid is very important to use and there are formulations that are not as drying. And that I use for my acne patients or even for my Botox patients that want to maintain youthful skin. The oldest trick the cosmetic industry has. You can very easily reduce the appearance of wrinkles with moisturiser. Most of the cosmetic treatments are variations on moisturisers. They immediately reduce the appearance of fine lines by 15 to 20%. Preventing their appearance is a different issue. Daily use of retinoids can prevent the appearance of wrinkles. They penetrate into the skin and they work on the collagen and the elastin. Final lesson, use sunscreen, Vaseline, retinoids. Don't bother with facials. Don't rub poison ivy and citrus juice on your skin. (laughs) They're trying to be funny. (laughs) And don't be seduced by fancy packaging and high prices. Don't take yourself so bastard seriously either. I agree with everything she said. I know, but she just... What a ledge. She is a ledge, but I just didn't think she needs to go that far. To yeah. I'd like to check her name so I can credit her with the credit she deserves. It's Ushma Neal of Michigan. Obviously, she's never going to find out about this. No. No, but, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'm really glad yeah. she said nice things about retinoids. I'm a little bit surprised at the old Vaseline thing. Yeah, I, but that's I what you know, a, te- a panel of four dermatologists said about skincare. As a whole, mm-hmm. they were like, "Don't be so stupid." 
retinoids, sunscreen, Vaseline. Brilliant. Done. What about vitamin C? They didn't say anything. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there are other things you put in your skin that are very much proven. Mm. So, uh, yeah, vitamin C is proven. Maybe they all work for Vaseline. <laughs> Funded by Vaseline! <laughs> what? What a waste of time. I can't believe I just fell into this trap. <laughs> oh, an address there. On a phone number. Oh, should we call them? Now, when we've had a couple more drinks. I you live? It's probably morning in Michigan. Anyway, it's 51. We've been talking about this for 51 minutes. It's yeah, far yeah. so have we answered podcast. the question? I don't know. There Was there a question? Do we know what the question is? Oh, the question was, was facials, good yeah, or bad. Yeah, fa- facials, good or bad. Um, good, good if you like relaxing. Yeah. Bad if you want them to do anything visible to your skin. Yeah, go to a dermatologist. Go to a dermatologist. They'll bore you with science. And That's what you need. Yeah, I'm calling for more regulation of terminology of... People who do facials. Can that be next week's? I don't know what I don't know what else I'm going to say about that. Well, we've got a week to look into it. Is there any kind of legislation or? Yeah, uh, I'm boring myself. Um, Thanks for listening though and watching until the yeah, camera arrives. So I don't know what I'm going to take photos of. Vastly, yeah. But it's going to be on Instagram. I we took we could manage to video some of the podcast before the battery ran I know but I like a shiny egg I could see I like this little little hairy golem that just pops up in the corner <laughs> going, <laughs> I love it um, um, yeah okay um, we'll see you next week thank you for listening goodbye bye, bye. hold up what was that Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.